0: Welcome to the Social Media Podcast. How are you doing? I'm Simon Scholes. I'll let you know more about me very, very soon. Uh, first of all, though, as always, today's episode is taken from my daily live video, Dazed, Confused, and Generally Buggered, which is currently sponsored by the team over at Abode Housing. Uh, if you want to know more about them, their links are in the description box below, and I'll tell you more about them in the live content you're about to hear as well. It's taken from this morning's live broadcast, and I was chatting all about Metrics on social media, as well as answering some of your questions as well. The social media podcast with Simon Skulls, tips, hints, and great content ideas. Good morning. How are you, Dylan? Excellent. Me. Thank you very much for asking. Welcome to another episode of Days Confused and Generally Good, my daily live video show, which kind of describes. In its title, exactly how we're all feeling right now during this lockdown period. And also we're here to chat about social media and about video as well and help you start creating content for free. For those of you who don't know who I am, I'm Simon Scholes and this business right here. And uh, I help brands and businesses create visual content that really helps them stand out on their social media, be it video content uh, audio uh, and animation aerial photography all that kind of stuff that's really going to help you stand out on your digital marketing and especially on your social media because you want to stand out but a few years ago quite obvious to me that I wanted to try and help more businesses get onto that process of creating this content but they couldn't always pay for an agency like us to help them do it so I created the how to nine times your social media process where you can create content yourself for free but there's certain barriers that you've got to get over there's certain things that you're going to have to learn to do yourself but if you're willing to put that effort in put in the hard work you could be creating content every single day for your social media channels and putting it out there for everybody to consume So that's what these daily live videos are all about. Uh, This week, they are very kindly brought to us, sponsored by the guys at Abode Homes, and uh, they've got some incredible housing. If you don't know who they are, uh, they create modern and energy efficient timber frame housing uh, for the UK market. So if you've got a plot of land and you'd like to build on it, they are absolutely amazing. They're sustainable products as well. They're really quick to erect. So if you've got an idea in your head of what you want and they can, then they can put it up fast. And the properties that they can build, and they've already built, are very adaptable as well. So You can actually think about, uh, well, you know, what want that to be there and that to be there, and they can probably build that for you as well. Not only that, in addition to all that amazing stuff, the fact that they can build them quickly and that they're uh, very sustainable and extremely adaptable, they are also highly energy efficient they're very fire resistant even though they are timber frame housing they're very and very fire resistant which is fantastic and they've got zero carbon status as well which if memory serves me correctly like i said yesterday you get some tax benefits on that as well you get some money back from the government if you've got a carbon neutral property so definitely go and have a chat with these guys if you're looking to get a property built or looking even at joining the property market getting on the property ladder or you're looking at moving house they have some properties they've already built that you can take a look at on their website as well uh, and especially take a look at the tree land house that's uh, on there for sale area at the moment absolutely incredible the tree land house go and take a look at that so thank you very much to team at abode housing who are um, sponsoring the show this week and all the content that comes out of each of these videos as well for the next week as well so that's really cool and thank you very very much Uh, so quick question uh, if you want any questions answering where do you put them well, you put them in the comments. That's where you put them. Whatever platform you're watching on right now, whether you're on Twitch, whether you're on Periscope, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, on the How to Nine Times Your Social Media group, or on the Perception Studios group, drop your questions in wherever you are and more than be to answer as many well, of them as I possibly can do. A good- Morning this morning to uh, Miles, who's uh, watching, who's uh, tuned in on Facebook, and also Scott as well, who's tuned in saying morning, which is how I used to start my daily vlogs. Uh, Miles is asking, nice haircut, bit of a random message. Thank you very much. The wife got hold of me with her scissors. Um, if you come closer, it's probably not quite as good as it looks on a blurry 720p camera on an iMac. So I'll stay back here so you can't see the close up of it. Uh, So, yeah, as always, the comments are open for your questions. We do have some questions that have already come in. I'm also going to be checking on Twitter to make sure uh, if there's any more questions coming in on there as well. So if you've got anything you want to ask about social media, about video, get those questions in. We'll answer as many of them as we possibly can do. Uh, I also have four questions I need to to go through as well. But first of all, what is today's subject matter? Well, I want to chat to you about vanity metrics. And um, yeah what is a vanity metric and why do people get tied up by them so basically vanity metrics are for example right now i'm watching the number sorry there uh, on my screen tell me how many people are watching this video now if i was worried about vanity metrics i would be saying right now go and get more people watching share this content go go and make sure more people are watching which would be absolutely amazing because i need to get that number up I'm not bothered about that number. I am bothered about how many people are able to take value from the content that I put out. So it would be great if you do share it and get more people watching so they can get more value. But I'm not bothered about that number. I don't care about that number because it's not important. The important thing is you are building an audience of people who actually give a damn about what it is that you've got to say. And so that's basically what a vanity metric is. But metrics are also still important the algorithms still look at the metrics but for our mental health it's not so great so this is why platforms like instagram a platform like tiktok are starting to look at this facebook starting to look at this as well and they've removed uh, the actual likes count on instagram already so when you go to your instagram feed right now the only thing that you can see is the content but you can't see how many likes people have had it doesn't tell you anymore Now, if you go to your own content, it does tell you because it's your own content, but on other people's content, it doesn't tell you because they have seen that obviously people are chasing these numbers and it's not important. The numbers that you get on your content is not important. What's important is building an audience, a tribe of people who give a shit about what it is that you've got to say. If they don't care about what it is that you've got to say, then you're speaking possibly to the wrong people. But if... Even more so, they might not care because what you're saying is a load of crap. And that is really hard to get into your head. But you've got to get over these vanity metrics. You've got to get over the fact that not everybody's liking a piece of content. You've got to get over the fact that you might want to keep checking back to see how many likes you've got on a piece of content. Because just put it out there and then step away. Enjoy the fact that you've put out some content that somebody is going to to get value from. And if you're building an audience of people who actually care about what it is that you've got to say, surely it's better to get five or six likes from 10 to 15 followers than it is to have a million followers, no comments, no interaction. Nobody gives a damn about what it is that you've got to say. This is why I'm so against people doing things like sub for sub we spoke about this on our uh, live the other week when I was chatting to Alan Spicer. And this is something I've spoken about for years. Yes, it's annoying when you get somebody asking for sub for sub or follow for follow. But sub for sub on things like YouTube, which means subscribe. If you, I'll subscribe to you if you subscribe to me. You get a lot of people doing it on Facebook for Facebook business pages. I'll come follow your business page if you come and follow my business page. And it is a load of crap. Stop doing it. Stop begging people to follow your content and you'll follow them back. Stop begging people to follow your content without even potentially following them back as well, because your friends and family might well come and follow your channels. They might well come and follow your business page, but if they're not going to interact with that content, then the algorithms on all the social media channels look at this content and go, right. Okay. Brilliant. So uh, let's use Miles for an example. Miles, just because your name was there and you popped up. So Miles is on Facebook and he's got a business page. And so Miles goes to his business page, asks all his friends and family to come and follow his business page. So he gets like 700 people following his business page. Awesome. Amazing numbers. That's really good for a business page when it's first starting. So then he starts putting content out. But only four or five of them are liking that piece of content. That then goes dribbles down into the algorithm so what the algorithm does is it looks at your numbers and it looks deeper than you would be de- just generally looking yourself so it will go right okay he's got 700 people following each piece of content how long did they stay on the page for oh, actually they didn't stay very long they maybe stayed three seconds um, and that three seconds was long enough to, to click the like button but then they bounce straight back off the page okay that's not good right okay this person here they've come on because I've seen the piece of content, they've not even liked it and bounced straight off the page. This person here has seen the content, but just let it scroll past them on their feed. So they're not even interacting with the content. They're not even taking time to read it. This must mean these 700 people who are supposedly your fans don't appreciate the content that you're putting out. Therefore they look at that and they go, well, the the algorithm looks at that and goes, okay, well, if 700 people who give a damn about what you've got to say don't, don't think it's any good, then nobody else is going to think it's any good. So that piece of content must be shit. So we just won't bother feeding it out to anybody else because what happens is with all social media sites, they push your content out to a smaller segment of your audience. They put it out to the people who regularly watch, regularly interact with your content, and then another smaller segment as well on top of that to see how well it performs. And if it doesn't perform well, if people don't watch it, if people don't read it, if people don't interact with it, don't like it, don't comment don't share, then that piece of content is deemed to be crap and they don't put it anywhere else. They don't push it out to a wider audience. That's how content gets viral. You don't there's no formula for creating viral content. The viral content happens by people seeing a piece of content, it connects with them, they like it, they comment on it and they share it with their friends. And that's how it works. Now different platforms have different ways of assuming if a content piece is actually any good. Most of them, like I say, will feed out to a small audience and then they push beyond that and go a little bit deeper. How long are people watching a video for? How many likes has it got? What's the metadata like behind it? All that kind of stuff. But basically, they're just looking to see how people actually like it. LinkedIn is a point scheme. So within the first hour of posting a piece of content on LinkedIn, if you can get comments and likes and shares within that first hour then they will share it to a wider version of your audience. So I think this is the way around. If you get a like, you get one point. If you get a comment, you get two points. The comment has to be on four words and cannot include your own name. And then if you get a share, you get three points. Now, if somebody comments on your piece of content and you respond to them with a comment that's longer than four words, not including their own name, then that also counts as points as well because it's interaction. There's a... Level of two and four between the person who created the content and the person who commented. And if a conversation starts, even better, that's brilliant. But what you're aiming to try and get is 20 points in that first hour on LinkedIn. And a lot of the other platforms kind of work in the same way, but not necessarily a point scheme, but they're just looking to try and find people liking your content quickly interacting with it potentially sharing it as well and don't forget you can share content on all platforms don't let anybody tell you any different you can you can share on all platforms some platforms are a little bit more difficult than others but you can share content on all platforms but you've got to get over this idea of vanity metrics then worrying about the number worry about the audience that you've got actually caring about what it is that you've got to say because it's the audience you've got who are the ones who are going to help you grow your audience the ones who are going to give a damn about what it is that you've got to say actually get value from what it is that you've got to say and then share it with their audience and push it out to a wider audience of people to watch or to consume so stop getting tied down by that number that number that's there right now if if I was caught up by the number then my last tweet that I put out if I have a quick look right now and if I go to my last tweet um, It got one, one like, um, and the one before that. um, Let's just have a quick look because I've done obviously quite a lot of retweeting and like that before. I got all tied up by that. Then I wouldn't be putting anything out. What I've got to know is that that person who liked that and got a chance to see it because obviously a piece of content only on Instagram will last 15 minutes. Then that person got to see it and like it and comment on it. And maybe nobody else got to see it who's in my audience space at the moment. But if I hadn't posted that, I wouldn't have got that like or comment in the first place. And then maybe they're coming to watch this live video because they saw that, because it was a tweet about live videos and me doing one every single day. So just really stop worrying about those vanity metrics. Really stop caring about what anybody else externally is thinking about your content. Get in an audience who give a damn about what it is that you've got to say. I know it's great to see lots of people following a business page, lots of people following a YouTube page, lots of people following your Instagram, lots of people following your Twitter, but the platforms are not stupid. If they don't see that content getting it interacted with, if they don't see that content actually having people give a damn about it and working with it and sharing it, then they will not push it out further. Your content will be deemed crap and that will happen on the next piece and on the next piece and on the next piece. And so your content will just drop further and further down in people's feeds and eventually never get seen. So seriously work hard on building an audience of people who care about what it is that you've got to say, who get value from the content that you're putting out and it will make a world of difference to your social media channels. That's vanity metrics essentially. I don't want to go on about it because I could rant forever and that would bore the crap out of you. But if you've got any questions today about vanity metrics or about social media as a whole or about video content, do drop them into the comments. Whatever channel it is that you're watching on, whether you're on Twitch, Periscope, Twitter, uh, Facebook, uh, YouTube as well. Hopefully listen soon. We don't know when, but we'll find out in the near future. Um, do come and join us and uh, drop some comments in the, in the link below, just what you want to say, and uh, we'll have a chat and we'll try and answer some of your questions. Uh, in the meantime, should we have a look at some of the questions that have been coming in as well? Yeah? Shall we take a look at some of those? Okay, so... I've got four questions to go through. Uh, we're keeping our fingers firmly crossed now that we're onto the questions. And the post person is not going to ring the doorbell, the delivery man's not going to ring the doorbell, and the builders outside are not going to ring the doorbell. So let's just plow through these, keep your fingers crossed. Okay, so first question from Adrian um, I'm struggling to keep growing all my channels at the same time. What do you suggest? Okay. I kind of spoke about this yesterday actually, but um, it is a good question. So uh, let's go over it again. A lot of people um, and a lot of agencies and a, a lot of people tell you, right, focus on one channel and one channel only. Don't put any effort into anything else. Just focus on one thing. I keep saying this and I will keep saying this and I know it's probably boring if you keep hearing the same message, but if you're not communicating, nobody can hear the value you've got to give. So take the channel that you're getting the best returns on, the channel where potentially you're getting more customers from, the channel where you've got the best audience, the most interaction, and use that channel as your main channel. That point, put in 75 to 80% of your hard work. Put more content out on that channel that's obvious because that channel is performing for you right now. You want that channel to be the one that draws customers and potential tribe members into you and then potentially to your website or to more of your content. So you really focus a lot of energy into that particular channel. However, that doesn't mean you should neglect the other channels, Adrian. So basically with the rest of your content and all the content that you've been putting out on that one channel, look at all the other channels that are available to you and start putting content out on them as well. So don't forget the channels like if your main channel is LinkedIn, don't forget Instagram, don't forget Facebook, don't forget TikTok if potentially your audience could be there, don't forget Snapchat, don't forget Byte, don't forget Twitter. There's all these other channels that you could be talking to people on and how hard is it to then just like take a piece of content that you may have used. Yes, it's not gonna be specifically made to that channel, but just putting it out in the hope that potentially somebody will see it. It's not gonna take you more than a few seconds to do that. So what's the hardship? So focus a lot more energy on one channel, the one that's performing for you, but don't forget all the other social media channels are available to you right now. And there is an audience there on all of them, especially at the moment when we're all in this lockdown situation, globally doesn't matter what country you're in even the ones who are slowly coming out of the lockdown we are still in this situation altogether. so you can be putting content out on all those channels as well hey good to ed who's joined us on facebook thank you very much for joining us ed Uh, as always if you've got any questions at all about social media video and this morning we've been chatting about vanity metrics as well if you want to ask any questions about those subject matters drop them into the comments we'll do our best to answer them before the end of today's video Okay, next question. Uh, Ginger, how do you convert success on social media into something more? Okay, this is an interesting one. So it depends on how you are considering success. But if you are potentially considering success, again, back to the vanity metrics as having an audience, but the audience that you have are engaged and give a damn about what it is you've got to say. So you've got a good interactivity level on your content. You've not just got numbers for numbers sake. So if you've got good numbers and good interactions, then you could potentially look at influencer marketing depending on what area it is that you're an expert in. But what you want to do is effectively talk to businesses that could have the budget to buy your expertise within that channel. So, let's talk about accountants again so i use accountants as a as a good example so you're an accountant you've got ten thousand people following you on twitter you get seven thousand people retweeting your content whenever you put it out you get hundreds and thousands of people liking your content when you put it on instagram you're probably an influencer within within the market that you're working in especially if you're getting those kind of numbers let's be honest so if that's the case then why not contact people like zero or QuickBooks or whoever you work with and talk to them about them sponsoring content or actually doing um, creating content specifically for them or going to talk at their events. All those kind of things could help you create more money that could come in that way for influencer marketing. You could also be a business who has grown an audience, got to a point where you actually want to start selling to them. Well, selling isn't a dirty word. I'm not saying never ever sell, but you've got to consider the value you've already given. Don't always sell. Don't always sell to your audience. Don't make that first message that people are going to see when they come to your channel be a sales message, and then the next one a sales message, and the next one a sales message. Make them far and few between, and people go, right, okay, there's a load of value. Oh, and this person also does X, Y, and Z. So you can sell that way through your social media organically, or you can get a little bit more clever about it and then create things like landing pages where people will give you details, sign up to newsletters, for example, just like I've got for people signing up to get my How to Nine Times Your Social Media book for free. They can sign up to my newsletter. That is a landing page that becomes a funnel because those people are interested in what it is that you've got to say. Then you look at your analytics when you put your newsletter out. If they're actually reading what it is that you've got to say, Awesome! They're opening it. They're consuming the content. They've then become a hot lead, and you got to drop them a line and just say, "Look, thanks ever so much for con- consuming my content. Anything I can help you with, so on and so forth." So you can look at funnel marketing. You could just look at general landing page marketing and just get them into a newsletter so you can talk to them about other stuff. You can sell through your organic content, or you could even like create content specifically for your product that will take people through to a page where they can buy that product. So if you are, I don't know, <clears throat> a, tripod, a tripod shop and you want people to buy more of these tripods, because right now we're in lockdown, and so people need a tripod with a mobile phone attachment. Brilliant, you're the one of the few places they can get them from at the moment because uh, limited stock everywhere So you make some content with the tripod be a photograph be it a small video showing people doing video with your tripod That kind of thing then you put that out as a piece of content target it specifically to people who are doing live videos Target it to people who are creating content and just say look you can get this here And then people click on the link and they go straight through to your shop and can make a purchase so there's, there's lots of different ways you can make money uh, once you've got a good audience size, people who will interact with your content, um, but because I are a lot deeper about who you are, uh, Ginger, I can't really answer the question deeply and give you that proper insight, but hopefully the little breakdowns are giving you a rough idea of how you can make more money uh, from having an engaged and cool audience who like the content you're putting out. Fingers crossed. Uh, okay, next question hkms um, i'm struggling to post any content where do i start planning 100 planning if, if you're really struggling to put any content out 100 you've got to look at planning your content if you don't have a plan in place it's a yeah you just you're just going to scatter gun what you've got to say because you'll end up putting a piece of content out on twitter and then something completely different the same day the same hour out on instagram and then Something else on Facebook and something else on LinkedIn. And if you've got people who watch all four of those channels, they're going to be a little bit confused and a little bit all over the place. And even for yourself, it's going to just make it really confusing as to what messages you put where and why. And and, and your brain's going to be a little bit, oh, right, okay. But if you've got one thought process, a bit of a plan, and you understand what it is you're going to be talking about, then you've got all the pieces of content you can tie everything back into. And you can still have other organic pieces that you can drop in here and there. But what you're looking for is that succinct idea of what you're talking about. So, for example, today's content is specifically about vanity metrics. So the content I will take out from the end of this video will be about the vanity metrics, and then I'll take out your questions as well. But the vanity metrics is the main focus of the content. That's what I'm here to chat mostly about. So you just need to think, right, okay, how can I split my content up 52 times so that you've got a piece of content every single week to talk about specifically to your business so 100 what was it, it was hkms 100 you've got to put a plan in place you've got to get started creating content but you've got to have a plan in place if you're building for a business or for a brand 100 you've got to have a plan in place put your plan in place and it'll just really make the process easier a lot of people will just say well just get over yourself and make some content But that's difficult if you're still not really sure what it is you're going to talk about. So look at your business. Look at how you can plan your content for the next month. Don't plan anything beyond the next month. In fact, if you can, just do the next week and even forget the month. Just get yourself into this process of planning your content. So plan the next seven days. Start on Monday and just go, right, okay. Okay plan my content now I've got four days to think about this four days to potentially prepare or make anything that can be put out in post actually thinking about it so maybe write that blog maybe prepare that video those bullet points that you're going to do all that kind of stuff and then you can go bang with your content on Monday for next week and just plan that content for a week just think about what you're going to be talking about when you're going to be talking about don't scattergun your content don't start grabbing at lots of other bits and pieces as well don't like go completely off on a tangent you know your story so stick to it don't change your mind don't get waylaid and then move on to the next subject and then the next subject and so on and so forth A quick uh, hello to uh, C.T. Wilson, who is watching this morning. Uh, I'm doing very well. Thank you very much for watching over on YouTube. Thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, As always, if you're brand new and you've not um, signed into the lives before, uh, we are open for your questions this morning on social media and video, just like we are every single day. So if you've got a question that you would like to ask, feel free to just drop it into the comments on whatever platform you're watching at the moment, and uh, I will do my best to answer as many of them as I possibly can do, whether you're on Twitch, Periscope, Twitter, uh, YouTube, Facebook, whichever group you're on on Facebook, let's have a quick look at Twitter, see if we've got any questions have popped in. Uh, a few of the guys from the Eleventies Hour are watching this morning, thank you very much for tuning in, and uh, Margaret McDonald, who I've not spoken to in ages, PR agency over in uh, Newbury is also watching, so thank you very much, uh, Margaret, for joining us. Uh, CT uh, remembers me from the George Benson vlog days, oh well, wow. I, uh, I was vlogging way before George George was. So there you go. There you have it. I did it for six years solid daily vlogging. It was hard work. Anyway, so we are back into the questions. I've got one more question to go through while I kick my table. Um, Itai? Itai? I don't know how to pronounce your name. Sorry if I'm getting it wrong. Uh, How do I differentiate my business, which is a new angle on an existing business model? Wow. Okay. That's a difficult one. I'm not a business coach. Uh, how do I differentiate my business? Okay, you, you're going to have to look for what they call a USP. So does your new angle have a USP, a unique selling point? And then that is what you latch onto. Um, so, for example, my unique selling point is there is no selling. My content for you is free to help you in a generic basis, get yourself onto that content creation path. That's my USP. Perception Studio's USP? is that we are affordable but what we do is we have a usp of aerial work and social media so we have aerial and social media as our usps because not everybody can offer aerial work and not everybody is an expert at social media content so those are our usps and then we create other content in and around that and um, to help brands and businesses with their social media However, we also do everything else. We still do the videos. We still do showcase videos. We still do website videos. We still do documentaries, all of that kind of stuff. But our USP is social media content and drone content. So what you need to do, um, sorry, what was the name again? Itai. Itai. I'm hoping I'm getting that right. Um, you have to look at what your USP is for your business. What differentiates you from everybody else? What can make you stand out? And I know you're asking that. How do I differentiate my business? But I can't give you that answer. You just have to look deeper into your business and go, what is it that I do differently or potentially can do differently to make me stand out to the rest of the competition? And you just then latch onto that and put that out on your social media content. You're trying to make sure that you can heal or fix a problem. The idea is that people have a problem. And you want to be the one that they come to 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 sort that problem out. So with social media content, if you want it to look great and perfect, which, again, isn't always important, but I'm stabilizing to different kettle of fish. If you want your content to look really great and actually be hard-hitting and creative and work for you to a certain level, then you come to us because our USP is we specialize in social media and video content. That's why people come to us so what is your usp you've got to think about your usp for your brand it doesn't matter what brand you are what business you are what is the problem you're fixing for people and then make sure that becomes part of your usp to help you then sell into other people i don't think i can give a better answer than that it's, I. Um, it's a difficult it's a really difficult question to answer without knowing who you are um but if there is a new angle on the existing business model then maybe look at them to like deep dive into that that different angle, uh, see if maybe you can do something connected to whatever that new angle is. And um, like I said, I don't know. I can't really give you a, a deeper answer than that. But fingers crossed, that's kind of helped you out just a little bit. Okay, uh, right, the, the lines to still open. We're going to stay on for another three or four minutes uh, while we wait for any more questions to come through. If there are any questions, just drop them into the comments. I'll do my best to answer them on the live. But if you're watching on the replay, still put your question in into the comments on whatever platform it is that you're watching on, and I will do my best to answer those either in tomorrow's live or I'll come back in the comments and answer them. Or you can drop me an email if you like. My email address is right now, scrolling across the bottom of the screen. If you're watching on the live or on the replay, if you're listening on the podcast, It's in the description box below The link is in my pants Go and drop me an email And I'll do my best to answer as many of your questions that way as possible as well Especially if you're one of those people who doesn't really want to put that hand up in the classroom And ask a question That's fine, not a problem Drop me an email We can either have a chat on Skype Or we can uh, have a chat uh, on email Or we can answer your question in one of the lives uh, that way instead Um, So... Uh, CT Wilson is asking uh, how is your YouTube watch time and um, it's very hard with the 4,000 hours okay so I was kind of talking about this a little bit earlier on not so much so so if you don't understand uh, YouTube, YouTube require that you have to make any money I think it's a thousand subscribers and 4,000 hours watch time and um, within a full uh, calendar year for content like mine absolutely fine that's probably not so much of an issue to monetize your channel because i've got so much on there from years and years and years ago that it's still constantly getting watched and my watch time is nice and high however i don't monetize any of my content because frankly the pennies i would get they're not, they're, they are pairs and i probably wouldn't actually get them because you have to earn a certain amount before google will pay you any money so When they say monetization on on YouTube, actually forget about it until you get to a certain stage where you're going to be making money from it. And I mean, good amounts of views every single video just blank it out of your mind completely it's fine if you want to monetize your content we were talking about this and uh, not long ago with alan spicer who um i'll drop a link for him in the contents below uh, so you can go and click on him and, and, and take a look at his content we were chatting to him the other week about youtube and i was asking him the question is it worth monetizing when you've just got monetization and he said yes absolutely why not um But for me also, I've got the mindset of a lot of people have ads blocked anyway. So as a small-time creator, you might get a little bit upset about the fact that you're not getting the money you thought you're going to get. So what I would focus on and what I would concentrate on for any channel who's trying to create content on YouTube, rather than worrying about aiming for that monetization, Mark, it's great. It's lovely to have. And you can still, you can make a few quid from it if you have an audience. But what I would concentrate on is making content you're passionate about that your audience give a shit about. And that way you're going to be creating content that you love creating. So it doesn't matter if it's monetized or not, and you can make money later on down the line. And what we were chatting about as well was look at. If you're really desperate to make money and you have 800 subscribers for example and 600 of them are watching your content on a regular basis use things like affiliate marketing so link back to products that you use on amazon software that you potentially use uh link back to also you can think back to all sorts of different things so If you have those affiliate links, obviously you have to tell people they are affiliate links, but you can make money back that way. For example, StreamYard, the software I am using right now that helps me stream to five different platforms at exactly the same time, I have an affiliate link in the section below. That will help you get money off if you sign up to use the software and if you spend a certain amount i think it's 25 dollars with the software company then i will get 25 dollars given to me in my account to use on next month's payment for the software which is how i'm hopefully going to be able to afford to keep using the software during this lockdown period so that i can keep doing these lives on a daily basis so Absolutely use things like affiliate links. In fact, I think, oh, here we go. CT is talking about it. I have a few YouTube channels. I'm trying to do an amazing affiliate marketing, but keep getting denied as I don't get enough traffic. Um, thanks for the idea. We'll do that with with Streamlabs. Yep, absolutely. Just, just drop them into... Your, your description, make sure people know that they are affiliate links. Uh, you, you shouldn't get denied for affiliation through anybody, really, uh, depending on who you're trying to affiliate with. Um, but just generally, just, yeah, affiliate different things if you want to make money that way. If you've got an interactive audience, uh, you can make money that way rather than worrying so much about hitting that 1,000 subscriber, 4,000 hours watch time thing on YouTube. Hopefully that's helped a little bit. Okay, uh, we're going to probably call it a day there, unless any more questions come in. Don't forget, you can join my How to Nine X your social media group uh, right now. The link is in the comments on the platform of your choice, whatever platform you're watching on at the moment. Uh, go back in the comments to the start of the video. Uh, you will find the link to my How to Nine X your, your social media link in there. It will take you my Facebook group, and just click join, and you're a member of the group. And the very top link on that group is my How to Nine Times Your Social Media former number one book which you can get for free not making you pay a single penny literally click the link fill in some details that's the only thing that i'll need to put in and if you don't want ever hear from me again, you click no. If you're happy to hear from me again, you click yes. That way you sign up to my newsletter, you get other bits and pieces sent to you through uh, email now and again. If you don't ever hear, want to hear from this dodgy northerner ever again, but still want my free book, you can click no and still download my free book. One caveat to that, and I've discovered this today, is apparently Gmail doesn't work with the software that I am using to do the email newsletter. So we may have to try and some, find some other way around that. But Gmail doesn't work. Don't know why. not entirely sure why. I think it's a MailChimp thing, um, but it doesn't work. So if you've got any other email address at all, a Hotmail, um, MSN, or an actual business email address, obviously far better for you to use. Um, but it doesn't like Gmail. Sorry. Not a lot I can do about that at the moment, but we will try and get that fixed in the near future. Anyway, thank you so much for watching today. It's been a good one. We've had no interruptions. We've had no doorbells going off. We've had no baby crying. It's been good thumbs up for that Uh, so yeah thank you very much for watching today again thank you to our sponsors abode housing who you can go and check out in the links below Uh, their website address is in my pants and you can go and take a look at what they do and what they have to offer in the housing market for sustainable homes absolutely fantastic Uh, feel free to drop me an email even when we finish on the live and until tomorrow stay safe and don't forget if you're in the uk tonight clap for the carers eight o'clock a good rest of your day and I'll see you tomorrow at eleven ish, probably eleven thirty. Have a good one. bye. This was a Perception Studios production.